going to be preaching for an hour. I'm your host, Jacob, here with my co-host, Brian Midoff. What's up, man? How are you? Doing well, man. Yourself? I'm good. Week two. Week two. Week two we of made the podcast. It. <laughs> We're doing another episode. I can't believe it. A week from what we did last time, a week ago. That's great. <laughs> Trying to, you know, I don't know how consistent every week is going to be, but we'll try our damnedest. We'll try our damnedest. So we are about a week and a half away from the 311 cruise. Even though you and I are not cruising, that's still very exciting to the people who are cruising, including our guest today, but we'll get back to him. So, I mean, for me, just the just the Fort Lauderdale show is more than enough to get me just super excited about what's coming. I mean, I literally leave a week from tomorrow flying out to Florida. So, I mean, the Culture Room show with everything that's been going on, all these festival shows we're getting lately, I think it's going to be a much needed change of pace because I don't, you know, I don't think we've had pretty good shows since the album shows. The fall tour last year was really good, but those album shows were just incredible. So I think it's I think it's going to be good for them to get back to the small venue, deep cut sort of shows because you know that's what it's going to be. Yeah. I'm uh I'm just super jealous for this uh, uh this Florida show. I mean pre cruise, uh, even not going on the cruise here, but to see in such a small venue, um, I'm even yeah. you know six hundred. Eat- capacity 600 people and then you know i'm a huge i'm a huge less than jake fan too which i'm super bummed i'm gonna miss them on the right, boat too yeah. and they're playing the culture room i think the next night um, on the eighth so, yeah, or um, seventh trust me i uh I've, I've thought long and hard about just booking a <laughs> ticket and coming down for 48 hours right. so. <laughs> hey man it's it's not too late <laughs> we'd love to have you it's not too late you know how those things go man no i'm i'm just really excited I definitely need it. I think I bet everybody does, and especially those who are cruising. Um, it's just it's just such a phenomenal thing that they do. So, uh, speaking of the cruise, the merch dropped for the cruise. Uh, the merch itself, like it or love it, but I think we can all agree it was, you know, I don't I don't want to say it was handled not the best, but I just thought it was interesting. It was like, hey. Check your email tomorrow. We got the cruise merch coming out tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and everybody's like, hey, yeah, Brian, don't stay home, man. Our guest <laughs> is uh, muted and letting them know don't stay home. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got we got emails or I didn't get emails. But, hey, you know, we're getting emails tomorrow for the cruise merch. Keep an eye out. Tomorrow rolls around. What's going on? You know, we got no emails. And apparently Mike Dolan did reach out like respond to somebody's comment saying everything's good on their end but on the other end i guess six man's end wasn't ready for it which doesn't really make a lot of sense but that's that's you know that's that's not my forte so (laughs) yeah let's take a look at this merch real quick i'm gonna go ahead and pull it up for not you people watching at home but you can you know pull it up at the same time I mean, do any of these shirts really stand out to you? I mean, honestly, there was nothing that, you know, I mean, that jumped at me. I mean, and again, I'm probably more impartial because I'm not going to be on the boat. You know, if yeah. I was 
Yeah. If I was on the cruise, I probably would have had to cart on every single thing like I did for 311 day last year. But, um, right. You know, I mean, there's some, you know, I mean, t shirt wise, there's some, I mean, some cool designs. There's some, you know, some stuff we've seen before, you know, on posters that's that's been used yeah. again. But, um, I like this yellow you know, one. It doesn't really have a lot of, you know, I like the, how that one keeps it minimal. This one. I don't think I've seen this sort of color on one of their shirts before. That's pretty cool. The it's it's the poster from the Hollywood show last year. I think that was last year. I mean, it fits the theme pretty well. So that's good. And then what else we got on here? This this color's pretty cool with the sandcastle. You know, being a my favorite color is purple. I think me and Tim Mahoney share that in common, I think. Because all his picks are purple. See, I got one right here. Just another reason he's the man. But just another. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite color is purple, and they just like the amount of the lack of purple shirts in all of their merch. Really, really, really makes me upset. I like this one. You said this one was from a poster too. The it's called the Belize Castaway. It it is reminiscent, like a- I think, of one of the VIP posters um, that was out there at one point. Just the color scheme on it. I don't think oh, the image like- was used before, but um, it's like the 2017. Like, 2017, VIP I was going to say. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I do love it the just, colors, though. Just looks familiar. I do love the colors on that. I was thinking about that. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to get a shirt because, like I said, I'm not going either. But I did buy this, though. This hoodie. This tie-dye blue and white hoodie, I think this is so sick. Just I've never seen them do colors like this before. Except rarely, the, rarely ever any tie-dye from what I've ever seen. Yeah. They did a 420 shirt that was like black tie-dye. I got that because I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I like tie-dye. And then the hats are pretty boring. And, they're, and there's uh, like five stickers to choose from. Yeah. Stickers <laughs> are a good option. Even though they're just all the logos from the t-shirts. Yeah. Um, now what everyone... This is what everyone wants to talk about here. The posters. Yeah. Let me get that pulled up for you. So we we had a short conversation about this. But go ahead and tell me your ranking for these. I mean, for me, um, with the official posters, anyway. Um, oh, yeah. We'll, oh, get, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to the unofficial here uh, (laughs) shortly, but um, I mean, official posters, I mean, for me, it goes probably saying Henry and then probably Monk, but that's just personal opinion. I I have to agree. I do really like the Dane, but I like all this stuff that taps into the, even though it was nostalgia from before I was born, probably. (laughs) I'm looking at like the X-Men poster right now and the, and all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff like all the 90s, early 2000s when I was either not born or just a baby. But I still love it, though. I believe it's an N64 uh, cover uh, for, yeah. for those for those youngins. <laughs> <laughs> Who's young and watching this? <laughs> Me. But yeah, I mean, the amount of detail on this Sang poster is is, is just crazy. I had yeah. mentioned, the, like, the water especially. I That's just insane, all the work on that and all the fish around. Man, yeah, that's really cool. And then looking at the Dane one, we had we had to we had to think about it for a minute. Which which member was which on the cover? But I, I think we got it down. But on no, this one, this one's really cool. I like the the how the three eleven is done here. I don't think I've seen that before. 
that was on uh yeah not up there um i know the um yeah the kind of logo on the poster itself was on the 311 day shirt last year which i absolutely love uh oh yeah the the zelda poster uh, the yeah the zelda, zelda yeah. logo oh for sure yeah, yeah is, i'm glad love. They, i'm glad he finally made it work on a poster it's very cool. I'm talking about the one in the the corner right here. It says like I don't really know what N64 covers look like. I do I do know it's really cool what he did with the 311 and blocks kind of to an angle. Like I know N64 was, but this three to the eleventh here's what that looks like. That's yeah, cool. That's definitely pretty cool. Let me pull up the uh, the monk. Yeah, you had mentioned aliens are kind of getting. A little overdone. It looks pretty good. I mean, personal opinion, you know? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's still a really great poster. I think it's better than his uh, 311 day poster. I wasn't a huge fan of the Max 311 day poster either. I think the, the Symphonium posters were the best from 311 day by far. It was, was so uh, great. That's one thing I'm interested to see if. Uh, um, because I know, uh, you know, obviously the symposium, symposium last year, you know, we got the Beatles poster. We got the, you know, we got the Dane you know, column yeah. poster. I'm wondering if anything uh, comes out unexpectedly for the I cruise. know. I don't, I don't know if any of the artists are going to be on the cruise. Did they do a live painting one time on the cruise? That'd be cool to do that. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, just I don't see how you can do you know any sort of symposium with on a boat, but hey, could get, <laughs> could get surprised. I know. I mean, as long as they just bring them on, you don't necessarily have to have the artists. As long as you can just bring the posters on, you know, I think it should be fine. Exactly. So yeah, pretty pretty good merch lineup this go around. All right. Well, I think it's about time we introduce our guest. Our guest today is the unofficial king of the unofficial 311 merch. <laughs> Back your head to this, to this, to this. Don't you know that the devil, he's in me and got she is too. But you think, baby, what the hell you gonna do with these rocks? Yeah, but that's how I like it. Place a bullet punch, go ahead and spike it. Hey. Patrick Hodge in the house. Patrick. There you are. What's up, man? Good to have you on. GIF. I think you're echoing there a little bit. Can you hear me? Am I in? Oh, there you go. There we go. TJIF. Yeah, man. It is Friday. Happy Friday, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know how it goes. Yeah, having having Anita in your life, you know how it goes. It's not. I don't really get a Friday. My Friday's on a Tuesday because I have yep. Wednesdays off. In the restaurant world, you don't you don't get Fridays. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the weekend pizza truck. Yeah, yeah that but, too, man. Yeah, that, I forget yeah. you guys do that. That too, you probably know Wood that. Woodfire Pizza on Instagram, in case people want to yeah. follow. Yeah, sh- yeah. Shout out. What's it called? Woodfire Pizza Cart. W's Woodfired Pizza. Hell yeah! You guys are based out of Connecticut. Uh, no, Cranston, Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. Okay, okay. The found the founder who I run the business with, the he's from uh, Clayton, Connecticut originally, and he went to Johnson Wales here in Providence. So, okay, you know, you north you northeast people just kind of blend together, 
Like if yeah. if you're if you're not from New York, then it's like all right, you're from the you're from the Northeast. I know there's a lot of well, Boston three eleven people, but being from Rhode Island though, you you go a lot of places and you tell them, oh Rhode Island, they're like, oh Long Island, that's New York, right? <laughs> it's like, no, it's Rhode Island, the smallest state, loudest yeah. voices. <laughs> you guys, uh. You guys have any like accents up there? I'm trying. I'm, I kind of hear something from your voice. I know some of the New Yorker people. It's definitely really heavy. And some of the Boston people. It's really heavy. I don't hear one super heavy on you, but I guess you wouldn't know. Yeah, if you're Rhode an Island or not. has one. I mean, you, you put a couple beers in you, and then you know it changes <laughs> things. But um, you know, I had a unique perspective coming from a, a family where my mother lived in Providence, my father lived in South Boston. So I was back and forth between the two, spending summers up there in Southie. And, you know, yeah. so it comes out after a, a couple beverages for sure. But yeah. uh, I used to work in radio for a while. So, you know, working in radio, they don't like people that have accents. So you kind of need to right. adjust for that. So plus I lived in Florida for three years and lost a little bit of it. But it comes out. Yeah. No, that that's a good point. There's there's a reason that people in radio are from the Midwest I or California. Things that people associate with that accent, like Lakers and you know dropping the R and, and <laughs> things like that. You know, people like park the car and Harvard Yard. You know, things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it shines through. Yeah, I'd say Midwest, like where I'm at in like Missouri. There's not really. There's like just no accent. But like once you once you get up near Brian's way up in up in Wisconsin, yeah, don't you know? <laughs> and some of that Canadian twang. Yes, yeah. I love it. That's one of my favorite accents. Those you guys up north. Hey. All right, Patrick. Well, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for those who don't know you that are tuning in. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, Pat Hodge uh, from Providence, Rhode Island. Been following the band since '96. Uh, been a photographer for them since 98, 99. Um, wow. Kind of just started off with some point and shoot fucking disposable cameras that we would uh, <laughs> send the physical prints to the band and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind of made my connection that way. But, yeah. you know, just longtime fan. Glad to be a part of this community and glad you guys started this. It's, you know, it's great to see what you're doing with the Fort Lauderdale event and just oh, raising yeah. money and, you know, bringing awareness and, you know, music gets cut in a lot of school systems due to lack of funding and stuff like that. And I used to live in Cape Coral right outside Fort Myers. So I'm familiar with the charity and just the good work that they do to, you know, put instruments in, in children's hands and just kind of yeah. expand, you know, music across that state. So, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Um, for the, for the people who don't know, um uh, but after the 311 show in the culture room in Fort Lauderdale myself and some of my really good friends including the one and only Znut who we're going to get on the show later uh we we put together an after party so if you're going to the culture oh, room bye. show yeah <laughs> if you're going to the culture room show it's it's right in the same strip mall like two businesses down it's at Kelly Brothers Irish Pub in Fort Lauderdale right after the 311 show and if you're in the 311 merch exchange right now, Ricky, who was on our last episode, actually just posted the first waffle of I think we're doing three. And we're trying to raise some money for the uh, uh, I think it's called the Music Foundation of Southwest Florida. So like Patrick said, they help keep music in schools. 
help put instruments in kids' hands. So, and we obviously know the power of music, you know, being 311 fans, how much music has helped us. So it's good to get it in these kids' lives. So I'm happy to be a part of it. And I think we are collecting money at the door too. So if you come, you know, bring a little bit of cash, put it towards a good cause. And also, um, we'll get into it, but Patrick here has some just incredible artwork for 311 Day, this past 311 Day in 22, and the cruise coming up next week. So if you're still you know, looking to get some merch for the cruise or maybe for the old 311 day, hop on to his website because all proceeds up until the cruise sales on March 8th, 20% is going towards the charity. I really appreciate you doing that, man. I think you said we were at 50 or $70 already. So that that's, amazing. yeah, we're up to around 70 right now, but you know, every little bit counts and you know, it's not about, you know, selling my posters. It's just, you know, raising money for a good cause and, you know, helping an artist that's aspiring to be one of those officials like Monk and Dane and, you know, all those great artists that we see daily, you know, I'd like to, you know, get into that realm at some point, but, you know, it's a building process and it's like support that, you know, you guys showed me with the posters. Like I know you grabbed one and uh, Brian got the Vegas poster and stuff like that. But, you know, kind of like Dane's thing, I like to keep my stuff simple and, you know, kind of point you in and throw, you know, like the Triton. I know that's a big unicorn for a lot of people. And, yeah. you know, little just putting that little, yeah, putting that little, like, you know, tattoo on the arm, just got, you know, and then the Jack Daniels bottle, that was always just, you know, a natural for me because, you know, 311 day, two, you know, 2006 in Memphis, you know, we're in Tennessee. That was kind of the, the go to you know drink was you know jack or you know something of that ilk so um that was a no-brainer and you know some people didn't like it just because of the alcohol reference or stuff like that but man it's the 311 cruise come on (laughs) people are going to have a good time you know what i mean and for sure and and that's exactly what it is and just as quickly as it's coming it's going to be gone in a blur and you know what i mean so it's like the post uh cruise blues are real and uh you know i'm just trying to not get over overly excited about it but i know we're gonna have a great time and Anita's first cruise and first time yeah. seeing 311 on the on the boat and everything so it's gonna be special for sure no it's and if awesome, you man. and if you haven't grabbed the 2022 i think you still have some copies available patrick is that yeah is that those, right? are, uh, those are 40 bucks i discounted those down so they are sure. um one of my favorite ones hanging on my wall. I think I sent you a picture and I continually, every time I look at this, I'm looking at it right now. I continue to find little Easter eggs hidden in this thing. So for those yeah. that are listening, if you don't have one, um, it, it's totally, it, it get one for your wall for sure. Oh yeah. So that, that was that. great. To, I was, I was going to ask you, that was great touching on, um, you know, touching on some of the reasoning behind your poster for the cruise. Your inspiration, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, what were yeah. what were some of your inspirations for the three eleven day poster? Um, well, for that, it was you know an ode to Stanley Kubrick, one of my favorite directors, and his uh, two thousand one A Space Odyssey. So I kind of took took that general idea, and uh, knowing that we can't use the actual logo, you know, I yeah. wanted <laughs> you know the briefcase to be bringing the beats and things to. The sound system logo there's a uh 
Unity All Star shout out, but they're they're on the backpack, you know. There's just, but again, it's just bringing the greatness to Vegas, and then just you know, alien, you know, that whole vibe with that. Yeah. And again, just the Easter eggs, like again, uh, turtles and mushrooms and a COVID thing. You know what I mean? Just like all the little <laughs> like things that ended 2020, and you yeah. know, just. It just hit me like that, so that's kind of where I ran with it. So, yeah, no, that that's great. I love that poster. I just took I just took a picture today to post, probably tomorrow, uh, promoting the sale of next of the two of them next to each other in the portfolio. So, I mean, they they just look really great. The foil work is amazing. So, yeah, yeah. and there's some stickers on the, the there's some stickers on the site too. The uh, I made some foil stickers through Tommy Rockfit and Sticker Guys Inc. Um, but he made some sweet foils for me, um, that are up on the site as well. And those are $3 or two for five. I got to open mine. I, I just got these the other day. Um, Hey, what's, what, what's behind your name? The, the Johnny Hodgepodge and Johnny, yeah, so, spelled, Johnny spelled like that. What What is. Yeah. So my father's name's John, but actually, um, I, I entered a partnership with a, a friend of mine growing up, uh, Johnny Stacy. And uh, he and I worked together, you know, having Penelope back in my life, which, you know, this community did a lot for me in that regard. Yeah. There was like over $3,000 raised so I could hire a lawyer to get her back. And, and now I have her back. So not being able to dedicate as much time, we worked together um, on the uh, on the cruise poster this year. So it's a, a partnership that I look forward to growing. He's a great guy. And kind of work on things together hand in hand so that's johnny spelled that way is how he spells his name and then the hodgepodge is my last name but hodgepodge is a an eclectic mix so it's a lot of different things we're you know trying to get things going with ballyhoo and bumping and little stranger and uh tropidelic some some other you know low you know bands that are coming up that we support and you know they're willing to give artists like myself and and johnny an opportunity to create something for them and you know that that means a lot and just supporting bands like that and or any other band that people have in their local area or someone they're following you know there's archer's music exchange a great place for sharing new music as i plug you know i'm just plugging people from our community that you know just better it you know, the 311 memorabilia, you know, there's a lot of different groups are out there that everyone's behind the band and just, that's what it's all about. And, you know, as I alluded to earlier in some messages between you and I, you know, it's kind of passing the torch on to the next generation. I'm 43 years old, you know what I mean? And I'm still going strong. I've been to 120 shows. I've shot a lot of them, but it's, you know, the next generation and passing on the legacy of their music and, and the continued evolution of wherever they're going. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of that. I, you know, I get, I get tokened a lot as, you know, the young guy that's keeping it going and I love it. I mean, you guys have just been absolutely incredible to me. I've never been, I've never even thought I would have been part of such an amazing second family like this. 
I mean, if you would have told me in 2019, which was literally the like lowest year of my life so far, that either, like later that year and definitely 2020, that I would be a part of the greatest community I've ever been a part of and where people recognize me out in public and, you know, it's it's insane. I'm just so happy to be a part of it at all. So as much as the band is getting older and all, all their good music is their old stuff, <laughs> Their, their shows aren't as fun as they used to be. I'm just glad to be a part of it at all. And uh, I'm glad you touched on the Penelope situation. I wasn't going to you know ask too much about it, but I think it's definitely just a testament to show this community, specifically the 311 merch exchange that we've facilitated here. I, I think it's just incredible. Situations yeah, Kyle, like yourself I mean, and a lot of people. Yeah, Kyle organized it, and a lot of people put up a lot of good posters and... You know, just again, everyone gets behind the community when 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 time calls. You know what I mean? Like yep. a lot of people don't speak out, and maybe they should. And you know, just it, it's a very safe community. And Ricky and Dan and everyone else run, you know, a very tight ship, and you know, keep values fair, and just you know, keep it going. Yep. You know what I mean? Like keep the posters flowing. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I see it myself. I've been taking in donations for a few weeks now for these charity raffles. And it's just, I've never seen anything like it. It's just crazy. We did it for Chicago, but I don't know if it's just that there's, if there's more people going this time or if more people are excited about it, but we have gotten almost double what we got for Chicago. And that time we raised $3,011 and I mean, we have a custom frame up from Blazing Frame Ups. If you don't know him, he does amazing, amazing custom framework. He's donating a frame. Um, we had a really good group of friends behind my back actually collect money for a Nick Hexum cameo. So I mean, that's just crazy. Me, the amount of posters, it, it's it's awesome. It's such a great community. So. One one thing um, too, Patrick. I mean, just to give a plug out there too. I know you're also. Uh, pretty heavily involved in adminning the uh, the Hearts for Charity page too, um, you know, which I feel like is another has kind of come from this community. I don't, I wasn't there at the beginning of that one too, but I want to make sure to get a plug because, and you guys have have done some amazing work not only for uh, for the charity that my wife and I started, um, you know, personally, but a lot of a lot of other great charities. So I want to make sure uh, we get a we get a plug in there for for the Hearts for Charity group too. Yeah, that was uh, started by Josh Anderson and uh, Greg Tedeschi and uh, Jimmy Jack Jones. And I was, uh, you know, a staunch supporter from the very outset and was honored to be invited into that that group to moderate and, you know, just help with every every month raising funds, which which it started out as, um, you know, we we raised money for multiple cancer organizations. we're currently raising money for NAMI, uh, the National Mental Health Organization. Um, that's near and dear because I suffer from mental health issues. And, you know, it it feels good to say that. And we're doing good right now. And actually, one of my crew posters is currently posted in there. And the high bid's $51. So if you're hearing this and, and you have interest in that art and want to grab one, it's... Uh, 50-50 going to charity and uh, 50 into Penelope savings account. So, um, 
but no hearts for charity just those things every month you know again the it started strong and then people fell off we are a certified 501c3 charity so all donations made are tax deductible and you know it's just a great thing because we're a 501c3 not taking any salary no one's taking money every dollar that gets donated goes to whoever we're raising the money for so it's not one of those oh you know someone someone's getting paid no it's all in-house josh's wife does the uh, accounting and you know it's very organic and you know we we can't do it without donations so if you have something that's laying in the portfolio you know you're welcome to rat waffle it and you know, take some of the money if you need it. If you're in hard times, we we understand that. And it's not like we're looking for, it's a minimum of 10%. So if you want to post something or donate something, you can do 100%, you can do 10, 20, you know, it's, it's totally up to you, but every donation helps. And yeah, no, I appreciate that, Brian, very much because it's a community that has a lot of members, not like active that, you know, see a lot you know we have a lot of repeat people that are doing a lot of good and helping us get over the line with some of these things but no it's a really great organization that i'm proud to be a part of and i appreciate that little uh, plug there absolutely now you guys uh, uh did a lot for uh, for our own little homegrown uh, charity and and you know through the work you guys did um you know we were able to my wife just hosted the the first family conference and um you know i've been able to put together uh, some travel stipends for, you know, families that are, you know, needing to travel for research uh, needs and, um, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been possible without uh, the good work that you guys did. So um, really appreciate that. And everybody make sure check out it's uh, hearts and then the number four and then charity uh, on Facebook. It's amazing. Much well, Quite the community. It's good, to, it's good to hear, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the times with some of the organizations that we're donating to, you know, that you get the letter or you get something, but, to hear firsthand, you know, I know we were going for your charity. So to hear firsthand the work that you guys are doing to further the awareness of, of that and, you know, just touches, touches my heart. And I'll definitely pass it on to uh, Greg and Josh if they don't hear this. Yeah, please do. For sure. I mean, circ- uh, circling back here, um, how did you get introduced to 311? Uh, I was actually in high school. It was uh, my girlfriend at the time. Her brother uh, had some tapes, like the like downstairs, and you know some of these really raw like, old school cassette, cassette tapes, essentially. A what? And um, <laughs> what? What is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where those things are now, but yeah, it was just some like really raw recordings and things like that. And then uh, Sorman '95 with uh, Funk Junkies, and then '96 was yes. when I really got going with the uh, No Doubt show. Nice. That was when uh, I was like in it to win it. Yeah, I I think we all know once one like you can be a fan, but once you see them live, I think we all know it just takes it to a whole nother level. Man, so you said oh, like a hundred, hundred thirty shows, hundred thirty plus 20. shows. Do you have one hundred twenty? Yeah. Do you have yeah, a favorite? That's like a, you know, it's whatever. A drop in the bucket. You know, some people can yeah. make make 
everything, you know, and God bless them. And, you know, it's like they're grateful dead, which it is to me, but you know, Mm -hmm. there's limitations, you know, financially and obligationally, like, you know, when you have a child, you have, you know, responsibilities to provide for, for that child. And, you know, it's, it's all about her now versus me, you know, as much as I want to travel or go to all these shows or reggae rise, you know what I mean? It's just, I have to think about Penelope's long-term future and providing her a better thing than I had, you know, and I had it all right. But as a parent, I think we all strive to provide a better life for your child than, than what you had. And that's where my focus and energy is. So, yeah, no, that's great. I mean, it sounds like you've, sounds like you've gotten your money's worth of shows. I'm, I'm trying to hit my numbers. I'm at 15, about to be 16, but you know, I'm, but, I'm at the age where you were when you were first seeing them, you know? Yeah. But I, yeah, but I'll stop you there and say, you know, it's not about your first show, your 400th show. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone's welcome at a 311 show. Oh, we all know sure. this. And, you know, your first show, it doesn't matter if it happened last year. Four, you know, Anita's five or six show deep, but she mm-hmm. loves the band and, and what they're about. So it's yeah. like, come one, come all. And yeah. don't let a number put a... a a status symbol on oh you're you're a super fan because you've been to three thousand <laughs> shows like yeah it, it doesn't matter you know what i mean we yeah. we, we all hold the band in our own regard we all enjoy their music it's all about you know that just the good vibe you know what i mean and yeah i think in some ways over the years it kind of lost that for a little while and you know with with the younger generation of yeah. fans seeing where they came from and what they are that you know kind of bridge the gap so to speak and you know bring everyone back together because it's new energy it's you know again someone seeing them for the fifth time could be in there to win it and you see it and you're like you remember or i would remember oh okay like let's take it back you know what i mean like mosh days you know and some of those got started at you know those uh album shows in Chicago oh, yeah. and Justin oh, yeah. in New York, you know, Justin Fantasia in there. Hey, shout out no. Justin Fantasia anywhere that yes, man sir. is. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting everyone kid. in tonight. Eric Wilder from the three yeah. three eleven All Stars. What are we doing right now? <laughs> do you, Do you have a favorite show that you can remember? Uh yeah. Um, it was uh March 29th, uh, two thousand two spring tour um my girlfriend and i at the time i had won tickets through uh fnx here in new england for like a meet and greet and you know back when they did those things yeah and uh so we got to take our picture with them and meet them and stuff like that and when i i was in between nick and peanut and i was like it was right after like Omaha Sessions had been released and everything, so everyone had that. And it was just like, can you guys play today, my love? Like, did you do the set list yet? No. And then yeah. I asked them, and they hadn't done it yet. He's like, oh, yeah. And they actually played it that night. No way. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that, That's that really was really cool. That, yeah. And I, I was losing, I was like, Oh, they, 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 you know what you I know, mean? Man. No one understood. No one but me and my girlfriend understood. Yeah. Like, 
how one amazing that was. Yeah, oh I, my god. I feel the same way. And and shout out Tim Mahoney and his guitar tech because being a guitar player, I know that song isn't a half step down tuning. So I they probably changed the strings on every guitar every day, but they had to make sure that one was ready to go that day. Then because he probably just uses standard tuning all night. Man, that takes. I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but um, this was Red Rocks 2021. Yeah. I really, really wanted to hear "Get Down." I don't know why. Like, I just absolutely love that song. I don't think they played enough. But I was like, if I could pick one song for them to play at Red Rocks, like what fits that Red Rocks vibe the most? I think "Get Down" is really great, especially right before that last chorus and the ringing guitar solo at the end. So I had decided to make a little cover of it on drums, bass, and guitar, and the. I mean, this was in 2021. The production really isn't where it is now. I've, you know, improved since then. But I put together this video, me playing drums, guitar, and bass. I put it out on Twitter. I put it in the MX. I was like, hey, guys, can you share this? I even did a giveaway with it. I had, like, five posters I gave away. I was like, if you retweet this or send it to Peanut or whatever, you're in this waffle (laughs) for this poster, right? And um, I didn't expect much. You know, especially a song, such a deep cut like that to be played. It's such a big show like Red Rocks that's being streamed. And what do you know? It was after Applied Science. After that drum solo, I was like, all right, what well, we got? And then they play that opening E major. And I, it, it took me a few seconds. I could not believe what was happening. And I had told TJ Corson and Ricky about it. And I turned around. They were a few rows back. And I was like losing my mind. I was like, no way they're playing this right now. <laughs> and then apparently... um his name is Jay. I forget his last name. He went on Twitter and had DM'd Nick and he sent him my video and I've screenshots of this. He was like, he was like, Hey, have you seen this? And Nick replied, Oh, I haven't seen it, but tell him he did a good job. So I'm like, was I really the one that got them to play get down? I don't know. I like to think I was. See, back in the that day, we had to awesome. ask the band to play the song. We didn't get to do like Twitter campaigns, you know. We actually <laughs> yeah. we had to go to a mean greet and 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 beg, you know. Yeah, it's true. It, a Twitter campaign—that's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Keep pushing no, for it. it. Keep pushing for it. And I think it's Instagram, but yeah, certainly beg or plea. Yeah. Or yeah. wait by the buses. Or wait by the buses like a creep and. <laughs> hey, shout out, me and, shout out Brian. How long? <laughs> how long did you wait in front of the buses in Superior? It was thirty-three degrees in Superior, Wisconsin, last spring, and I waited for six and a half hours. <laughs> um, but I got the Ditka poster signed, yeah. and uh, it all worked out. Yeah, it's the that's the poster I chose for our uh, cover photo for the podcast too. So yeah. shout yeah. out for that. God, yeah, God and... bless being at God bless being at a venue that you could do that. But yeah, if you wait, yeah. you know yeah. they'll come. I will say I I took advice from him and I did it the very next day in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and I met four of I met everyone except Chad. So it's uh, it was a tr- depends on the venue for sure. Transistor Tour Fall '97, uh, Western Connecticut University. It was a Sugar Ray opener, and uh, we waited by the buses because it was a low key college, and they were just all out, you know. And yeah. we met them all. It was, you know, Sugar Ray's like Mark McGrath's like five, <laughs> two and a half. Like, is he really? Wow, he's a wee that. little man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, hey, I don't know if uh, this is the same answer, but do you have a favorite 311 experience? I mean, that was a pretty great experience there. But other than just like, well, other than just a show, you know, I think they're different well, questions. Well, funny because the the next day they played Worcester, so March 30th they played Worcester the next night, and we were there, and uh, the same radio station had run a meet and greet for that, but we snuck into that. <laughs> our friend our friend needed a ticket for the show but we were hanging out by the buses in that area and then we caught wind that the people waiting around were with the radio station and everything and the radio station rep kept telling us oh you guys gotta go you guys gotta go you guys gotta go but we just kept hanging around hanging around yeah and then all of a sudden the 311 rep came up and like let's go and we just walked in so we got to the, and they're like you again like you know <laughs> And a uh, funny story, like, oh, so awesome. we had a picture taken by someone that had a disposable camera. We wrote our address on a, like a paper receipt and said, oh, send us a copy. Six months later, the thing shows up. We were like, oh, we're never getting that picture. But yeah. we actually like follow through with it and everything. So that, that was pretty special. Uh, the first cruise, uh, I was fortunate enough to qualify for the three on three. It wasn't even a full court five on five game, but. Um, having played college basketball, I, I oh, qualified nice. and was on Peanuts team, and we got rolled that that day pretty badly. <laughs> but it was a half court three on three, um, and people were crowded around the the netting that they have on the top deck of the cruise ship. So you think, yeah. oh, the top deck there's a breeze going through. Well, let me tell you, when there's a sea of bodies enclosing that basketball court, <laughs> it becomes a sauna in the middle of the yeah. ocean. The sun yeah. beating on you, and there's not a like. So I was sucking wind. I was just like, oh my god! Yeah, but it was over and done with. But that that was a a pretty good experience doing playing cool. with Peanut in that first uh, cruise basketball tournament. I'm thinking 2023 rematch, man. You know, you're gonna be <laughs> yeah, in the well, boat, uh, right? Well, hey, apparently it comes out next week or sometime. <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah the emails, you know, hopefully will uh, go out next week, like Six Man has said they will. But you know, with the cruise one, I I got mine a day and a half after they said they were sent. But you know, that code got passed around, and it is what it is. So yeah, no, I know it's it's it's. I mean, we we touched on it, but it's weird not to make the codes unique oh and, or and, to, and to make uh, you know yeah with that the uh 311 day grateful dead t-shirt had some tie-dye 2020 oh that's right that's right yeah uh man i just want to say i would kill name that tune i just want to say I, I would have so much fun with that yes oh my god oh man the hey, do you video that you did with your sister yeah yeah and it, it's funny because like I, I know there's a lot of pressure being on that stage but sometimes watching those videos it's so like so cringy sometimes like oh just say it and then the people in the crowd start shouting it out it's like no shut up you're drunk shut up don't shout out the name but no it, it it's all good <laughs> do you have a favorite album patrick uh definitely music for me nice just because again those first introductory things were cassette tapes of downstairs and damn it and shit like that so they were very raw and everything so yeah it, it was music for sure and yeah. like the introductory song playing just you know yeah so you did say that's it's different for me you did say that's your favorite song right yeah yeah 
That was my next question. So, but I, I think the you blame, told me that the just, blame doesn't yeah. lie with the with the suits. <laughs> yeah, is 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 there a reason why it's plain? What's that? It, yeah, is there a, it, that that lyric? You know, the life's a bowl of punch thing. You know, just you know. a lot of different things. But you know, the 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 blame doesn't lie with the suits. It's the sheep that keep on buying the soulless crap. Whatever they put in front of you, the hysteria, the hysteria of, America. of America. Yeah, and that and that rings true. You know, yeah. uh, I worked in radio for a while out of college, and you know, there's a lot of people that come through and talk to the program director, and you know, it was it was top forty, and you know, it's pay, it's pay to play. You know, so yeah. how many times you hear the same song in an hour on a given radio station, and it's for a reason. You know, they're either exploiting a one-time wonder song, or you know, they're trying to perpetuate an artist that people perceive to be because they shove them down your throat. Yeah. that they're good you know and i just you know that's why i'm turned off by radio like i don't really listen to radio if it is it's you know sports talk up here with the yeah. celtics bruins you know all those teams doing well so but radio is a, a disgusting creature and yeah. you know again the amount of money these these bands make off of radio play is minuscule to what right. they're doing touring wise and that's what we see with 311 throughout their careers they continue to tour and sell merchandise and you know that that's where their bread and butter is yeah, yeah. kind of off topic but uh, the bruins are doing a lot better than the blues this year yeah but, the bruins uh, shout out just... shout out 2019 stanley cup champions against the bruins yeah. sorry about yeah. that one but i had a great yeah. time Zing. Little <laughs> But uh, uh, no, yeah, they're off to a stupid start, and Joe yeah. Parisi would know. Shout out Joe yeah. Parisi. Um, but man, okay. So, uh, do you do you have a favorite live song? No, not really. Can't yeah. say it'd be plain. Like it just, right. you know, I like I just like to see variety because you know when they come yeah. through, you try to make a, a couple shows at least, and obviously there's some staples or or things that they want to play but or feel obligated to play yeah um, well being in the being in the northeast i bet it's easy to go to a lot of shows because i mean being in being where i'm at you know if it's not kansas city or st louis i'm driving probably eight hours for a show if it's like worth it to me yeah we were fortunate in the fall uh we got three shows you know within six hours so, uh, you know, with the New oh. Hampshire, Maine, and then Mass uh, run there, that they had there. So, and, you know, I shot all three nights, two of which I was the only nice. photographer there shooting. So having exclusive like that is, is pretty sweet. But, yeah. How did, uh, I was going to ask you, how, um, I know you even talked about, you know, kind of shooting photography back in the day. How how did you get into that with, with the band and, and just getting you know linked up doing that yeah it was like i had alluded to earlier it was you know kind of point and shoot disposable yeah. cameras like literally like mail away and get the film back like get the prints back and everything and mailing those to the hive and just you know they would send back like oh thank you with like old newsletters like i used to talk to joan a lot too um 
the the yes. old 311 bulletin board this is going back like 96 like a red 311 bulletin board that you know maybe there's someone listening that was on that or whatever i know there's a lot of us out there but the bulletin board was a thing like the bulletin board used to be able to contact nick and other band members directly on the bulletin board and like we used to arrange meet and greets for the bulletin board members so a bunch of bulletin board members would meet at jones beach or you know one of those stops where everyone could kind of get there we would have our own private meet and greet with the band free not Full like that for still. or anything like yeah. that so anyway that led to um me getting a better camera and then sending those images on and then peter got in touch and kind of just i had personal contact with peter so yeah, that's, that's he would awesome. just email me when they would be coming through and say i got you plus two tickets in these cities or you know some sometimes we have to buy our own tickets and stuff like that but you know the pass is kind of always out there with a open invite or at least it was um with the recent management changes and things of that nature mm -hmm. uh a lot of people haven't really heard so you know regional photography may be a thing of the past and they may just leave it to major publications for oh. what they need that would suck and I, I think it says a lot too talking about getting a meet and greet for free now you pay 200 plus dollars and get a virtual meet and greet but yeah that's neither here nor there yeah uh patrick do you have a favorite member of the band and if so why yeah, I'm, you know, I don't, I can't really, yeah. you know, Peanut no, that, maybe, because, yeah. you know, my early days of, of seeing them was in front of him, and, um, you know, he just brought a lot of energy to the stage and yeah. his facial expressions and stuff like that, <laughs> but, you know, but in my older years now, I'm now I'm gravitating towards Tim, because, you know, he just flipped his head around until the show's over you know you just mm -hmm. aside from amber when i'm usually in the bathroom uh, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> um but no it's just you know watching them all together but again yeah. you know they're getting older uh, again evolving and you know the one thing i'd like to see him do or put out is a uh like an acoustic album Oh yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since we had anything you know, they did, like they, that. You know, they closed the 311 day with that acoustic set, and you know, I just think it's something that the fans would be drawn to—just some some yeah. raw, like basic, toned down 311 songs, like you know. So that, that's one yeah. thing I'd like to see him do along the lines, but for sure, who knows what the future holds? Yeah, it's you know, it's it. I think it's still exciting to be a part of no matter what happens in the future i i still have high hopes and i'm just glad to have been a part of it all even if it were to end just right now i will still hold on to these experiences forever you know we don't, doesn't mean we have to have more but everything that i've been a part of has just been so great patrick i'm i'm trying to remember back it, it's either you or the metcalfs shout out the metcalfs that have a really close connection with Trapa, with tropadelic my crew's roommates, Dakota and Nate Metcalf. Yeah, yes, no, sir. shout out, man. They are they are awesome. But yes. one of you guys has like like has has been with Tropadelic a lot, and you have the whole thing. I keep some on Facebook with the 
fingers like this. I know you can't see it at home, but I just want to know yeah. what the story behind that is because yeah, I like it. never even really listened to Tropidelic until they toured with 311 this past fall. And I I honestly fell in love with them. They were one of the my favorite 311 openers. Yeah, it's a it's the tip touches. That's our uh, flip cup team name, but uh, yeah, no, they were married at 311 Day 2020 by uh, Mr. Larry Wills. Shout out, yeah. Larry! Oh yeah, I wonder, if, I wonder uh, if he would get on the podcast. Do you think oh, he? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd probably be super high, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah. But uh, no. So Dakota and Nate were married by Larry and. Um, James Stripes and a uh, few uh, Matt, I think, was there. So a, a few of the members were witnesses to the marriage and everything. And they've been following them for a while and everything. So uh, they're a little closer with James. But on this right. last that's, fall that's tour, that's what it was. Yeah, on this last fall tour, James and I made it a point after every show to take a picture together because I was shooting every night and everything. Mm-hmm. So every night after the show, we would take a one of those and I'd send yeah. it to Nate and he would get yeah. so mad, you know? So, uh, we actually I, all, we came together is, in December. What is it? I, uh, what does it mean? Huh? It's the just touch. The, 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 the connection. Yeah. You'll Hell have yeah. to, <laughs> I'll have to do it. Maybe I'll feel it if I do it. No, I gotta no, say, like, if if anyone it, stuck it goes, out from that band when I saw to, them, uh, <laughs> to Vegas 2022, it's uh, you know, we we bonded. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> if if any members Cl- stuck out of, yeah, <laughs> we'll 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 see how that goes later. You know, maybe hey, maybe I'll yeah. feel the connection if I ever meet him, and you know, I'd be like, I gotta get a picture of him with it. TBD, so man, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Yeah, do but it. I saw them. I saw them three times on that tour, and if anyone stuck out from that band, James, I mean, he he blew me away. That dude, I, he seems like a really cool guy off the stage too, and I think that's what's really important. You know, the the special thing about that too is, in some ways, for a lot of us, a swan to uh, Derek McBride. You know, talented musician who's still putting out some some work, but you know, that was. Uh, the end of his days as he you know moved on to florida to open up like a rehab facility to help people like you know he had problems along the line and had people helping him so he's paying it forward you know so that was a beautiful thing to see i'm i'm holding out for maybe a little guest appearance on the cruise for Derek on on tropidelic set but no they're, they're a great band you know they they put in work and you know, oh, yeah. glad to see him getting some opportunities, you know, to uh, expand, you know, because that's what it's all about. It's hitting the road, it's playing shows. It's like, you know, I used to book bands, like one played CBGBs, but they didn't want to play anything but local shows where friends and family were going to show up and, you know, yeah. they didn't want to play the, the shows that you played a, a, a very unpacked room. You know, and that's what a lot of the bands that are on the cruise, like Bumpin' and Ballyhoo, that's what they did. They just hit the road and played and played and played and played, and it's kind of what you need to do. Yeah, I saw it. Someone posted the other day, um, a, like a, I don't want to say super old, but an old, um, I forget what they call it, like an AMA, Ask Me Anything on Reddit that Pina did. I want to say like seven years ago. 
and I think his name is Brandon from Bump and Uglies. Is that right, Brandon? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was like nine years ago. But yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, he had posted. He was like, "Hey, I'm in this band called the Bump and Uglies. We're up and coming. We just try and play show after show after show. Do you have any advice? I don't know if Peanut responded, but I saw Bump and Uglies in Kansas City here with Zena before we left for Chicago. I mean, that place was packed. The crowd was wild. The crowd was into it. So, I mean, just going from that to where they are now in and itself is incredible. And I'm seeing that a lot with Tropodelic too. Yeah, definitely. And I was glad to see Ballyhoo get a, a shot. Oh, yeah. after, unfortunately, Red Light, Green Light had to <laughs> bow out. And I don't know what's going on with them. I haven't seen a lot of news out of their camp. But that was a sad, sad subtraction from the cruise. But glad to see Ballyhoo get a shot. Yeah. Again. Yeah. No, I thought that was interesting, the amount of people that they just all of a sudden was like, oh, sorry, these guys aren't on the bill anymore. I don't really know what happened with that, but there's a lot behind yeah. the scenes. I don't <laughs> I don't know about no, I, I want to know I, about. I looked into what was like, see if something was going on with the bin or whatever, but yeah. I didn't see any news like they were defunct or anything. So they put right. on a good show. Yeah. Little Stranger, too. I, I haven't had the chance to see them yet. I've I've tried listening to the music. I've had a hard time getting into it, but I, I have a feeling there's one of those bands that once you go see them live, uh, that's where it's at. That I just have I have a feeling. Well, I mean, it just depends on your music. Brian, do you like these guys? Oh, with Little Stranger? Um, yeah. I mean, I unfortunately, kind of same thing. I missed them in Vegas. Um, the room was packed when I tried to get in. Um, I think a lot of people you know, missed them I, in Vegas. I wanted to see them live. Um, you know, definitely, I think out of all the ones we've just been talking about, I listened to probably Ballyhoo the most. Um lyrically um i mean shout out to you know shout out to those guys i mean lyrically i just connect with a lot of their stuff and um you know it's definitely on my list you know get into some more bumping you know stick figure i've been trying to you know listen to a lot more you know lately just trying to expand this year is just kind of my my goal (laughs) that's yeah i listen to so much 311 yeah again back to a little stranger though you know definitely a live act you know you don't have like a hip hop kind of, you know, feel, but the melodica, you know, they loop a lot, you know, and it, it's two guys, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and they're brothers. So no, they're, they're, they're pretty special. And uh, I think they've seen a lot of recent success for, you know, many reasons, but we'll see what the future holds for those guys. But I think they have a, a bright one in my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. All right, y'all. Well, I think we are starting to run out of time here. Patrick, man, I really appreciate you coming on. It's, it's been awesome. Boys. Yeah, dude. Shout out, your, shout out the poster game. Keep it going. And uh, sucks I'm not able to see you next week, but uh, have fun on the cruise, dude. Seriously, just take yeah. it all in. Yeah. Have have a ton I'll of fun, man. Hey, see you, man. Stay man. positive. Safe Love sailing. your life. Yeah, yeah. safe sailing.